Welcome home to philosophy, where we wonder about everything and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. The world is complicated. And you are complicated. Figuring out how to live a happy, meaningful life, guided by wisdom and reason, is not easy. Is life a game? What is love? Should I fear death? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, you've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. You fear that you will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if you think for yourself and question the rules and roles you've been told define you. Wisdom and reason will remove this illusion so you can live authentically in the world around you, find your true purpose, and become your real self. Welcome to episode number 86. Are you awakening Jung's shadow? to ignite your creative superpowers. How well do you know yourself? Can you answer these simple questions? What compliment do you like to receive the most? Is it more important to you to love or be loved? Would you steal to feed a starving child? What worries you most about the future? What do you need to change about yourself? What have you done that's worth remembering? What dreams are you holding on to that you need to let go of? How do you feel when you see yourself in a mirror? Why do you matter? Humans are remarkably poor judges of themselves. That's why we make promises we don't keep. That's why we just can't stop ourselves from laughing at funerals. That's why we are very poor at predicting how we will feel and react in new and unfamiliar situations. We just don't know ourselves well enough, so we're not very good at anticipating and predicting our own behavior. We don't know who we are, so we don't know what to expect from ourselves. So we get it wrong. We overestimate. We think bad situations will feel worse than they actually do. And we think good situations will feel better than they do. We are strangers to ourselves, so we're never quite sure how we will feel and what we will do. Who you think you are 
just doesn't match who you really are. Who are you, really? Only Jung's shadow knows. Socrates said, to know yourself is the beginning of wisdom. In order to be true to yourself, you have to know yourself. You have to understand yourself fully, understand your own strengths and limitations, fears and desires, wants and needs, and interests and expectations. You need to perceive yourself as an object of reflection and knowledge, not as an I, but as a me. When you think of yourself, what do you think about? Your starting point is ignorance. Who are you? No, that's not who you are. That's who you were told you are. Who you think you are is just who you were told you are, not who you really are. All you know about yourself is who you were told you are. Everything you think you know about yourself has been told to you by someone else. Who are you before you were told who you are? There is no mirror to reflect who you are. Just as the eye cannot see itself, the only way for you to see yourself is indirectly as you are reflected in the minds of the people around you. And you can't see directly into their minds, so you must imagine your appearance to others when they are aware of you. This is your only experience of the kind of person you are. You don't really see who you are, and you don't really see who other people think you are. All you know about yourself is who you think they think you are. Why is it important for you to know yourself. Isn't the person who is trying to know and the person who is being known the same person? Why did Socrates think that self-reflection and self-knowledge are so important to your happiness and well-being? By understanding fully the kind of person you are, you will feel confident and independent. You will feel in control of your own life. 
Once you recognize that the most powerful person in your life is you, you won't worry so much about what other people think of you and the choices you make. You will feel empowered to make up your own mind about the most important of all choices, how to live. By understanding fully the kind of person you are, you will be able to make better decisions that are better for you. Seneca asked himself, how do I know I'm making progress? And he answered, I am becoming a better friend to myself. No one cares more about you and understands you better than an old friend of your own age. By understanding fully the kind of person you are, you will feel strong and free to be true to yourself and less concerned and stressed about other people's approval or disapproval. No one is more impressive than the person who doesn't need to impress others. Wherever he sits becomes the head of the table. The approval of others feels good, but it can be taken away. Self-knowledge, self-acceptance, and self-love are inside yourself and can never be taken away. By understanding fully the kind of person you are, it will be easier for you to become the kind of person you want to be. If you know where you are, it's easier to get where you want to go. If you don't know where you are, no road will take you there. By understanding fully the kind of person you are, you will have a complete understanding of what you're good and bad at. You will have confidence in yourself to know when to try and when to give up. No one is good at everything. Sometimes don't try is the right decision. By understanding fully the kind of person you are and how the past has shaped your character and personality, you will no longer be bound or constrained by past events. You will be able to take charge of your life and seize the power to author your life story. You will experience a total, absolute freedom to define for yourself how to live and fulfill your deepest desires, unconstrained by the past. 
Understanding yourself fully is not just a matter of looking inward. It means using the power of your individuality and uniqueness to claim authorship of your life. It means becoming your own supreme being. It means embracing the shadow. Carl Jung, the highly influential Swiss psychiatrist and philosopher, explained why most people are afraid to totally and completely embrace themselves. You're afraid of some parts of yourself, some of your feelings and emotions, some of your ideas and beliefs, some of your dreams and fantasies. They may be disapproved of and unacceptable to others. They may be unpopular. They may be perceived as strange, unconventional, and non-conforming. They may be perceived as deviant. So, you fear these parts of yourself. They make you feel uncomfortable. They make you feel different and unmutual. They are risky and make you feel dangerous. What are we to do? We are broken into two separate parts. We divide ourselves into two halves, one approved and accepted by society, and one disapproved and unacceptable, one good and one bad, one conscious and one unconscious. The conscious half of you is the ideal image of yourself. It consists of the good, acceptable, and socially approved bits and pieces of your personality. The other, unconscious half of you is where you segregate the non-conforming, unconventional, and bad parts of your personality. The other half of yourself is who other people mean whenever you're told something is wrong with you and you are a bad person. Jung called this socially disapproved part of yourself the shadow. Are you a stranger to yourself? Yes, said Jung. The shadow is the stranger 
you are so afraid of that you keep it buried inside yourself. The shadow is bad, but it's good bad and not evil. The shadow is the home of your uniqueness and individuality. It is the source and infinite ocean of originality and creativity. Every new idea enters the world through the mind of one single person, the shadow. The shadow is the source of your inspiration, your motivation to succeed and your pursuit of greatness. It is your creative self. It is that part of yourself that dreams of what you could be and aspires to achieve the dreams you have about yourself. The shadow demands a full, whole life with the risk of failure rather than a partial, incomplete life of regrets. The shadow is constantly pushing and pressuring you from your subconscious to set it free. Most people are broken and are never reunited with their shadow. Most people live and die without ever having a single original thought. At every moment of life, they think what they've been told to think by others. And that is all. Most people sense unrealized potential in themselves, but it can never be fulfilled without unleashing the shadow. And their greatest fear is other people's disapproval. So most people lie to themselves. They fantasize to themselves that they could be great if they wanted to be, but they just don't want it. Most people never actually work and strive to achieve their potential. Lacking the spirited self-confidence and nerve of the shadow. They fear being different and conspicuous. They are afraid to be perceived as refusing to conform to the majority. They deceive themselves that it's better to be pure, unrealized potential it's better to have regrets in a life of missed opportunities and unfulfilled dreams. It's better to succeed in fantasy than to try and fail 
in actuality. Actual life may be real, but it's risky and dangerous. And fantasy is safer and more pleasurable. Most people lead an empty and depressingly sad way of life. And by choice, Walter White, Breaking Bad's pivotal character and one of the most iconic creations in television history, was an ineffectual high school chemistry teacher who embraced his shadow by ruthlessly becoming a kingpin figure in the illegal drug trade. Soren Kierkegaard, Danish social critic and the first existentialist philosopher, embraced his shadow by authoring many unpopular anti-religious works under an army of pseudonyms. A nobody named Jesus embracing his shadow, seemed more interested in inspiring a devoted few than in leading a revolution. Nonetheless, he was put to death for being a magician and a troublemaker. I'm told his philosophy of life eventually became quite popular. The self you know and consciously experience is fractured. It is partial and incomplete unless the shadow is integrated with the conscious self. You are broken. You will never achieve wholeness and the road to self-knowledge and self-improvement will be blocked to you. Lao Tzu, the revered Chinese philosopher and founder of Taoism, said, Knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Jung argues that the path to self-improvement begins with self-acceptance. The reason you don't feel comfortable in your own skin is something's missing. You must embrace the shadow. To achieve your full potential, you must assimilate the ugly self you fear. In 1928, author John A. Shedd wrote, A ship in harbor is safe, 
But that's not what ships are built for. Fear not. You were born whole. Wholeness is your first purpose in life. Do you have any questions? Yes. How do I free my repressed shadow and embrace it? How do I integrate my shadow with my conscious self? What is the key to unleash my hidden potential and ignite my creative superpowers? Is there a risk in liberating the shadow from its subconscious prison and achieving wholeness? In the next episode, episode 87, these and other important questions will be asked and answered. I warn you, it won't be pretty. It will be the ride of your life. Thank you for listening. I hope you will take what you've learned and be a better person. Think for yourself. Question everything. Accept nothing that does not agree with your own reason and good sense. And I promise you, despite its sham and drudgery, you will get on pretty well in this crazy world. I'm Dr. Robert Corey. Until we meet again, be good. <laughs>